This episode was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the YB Podcast and the first one for the year 2022. The year started off a little weird, but I guess we're back on track now. So to give you a little heads up on what's been happening. The last month I released my newsletter that has now hit 50 plus subs, which I'm beyond grateful for. If you want to receive a newsletter every Thursday morning in your inbox, there's a link in the description below that you can sign up to. I write about various things like creative processes, personal growth, little insights from my own life, and a lot of interesting stuff that I find on the internet. In today's episode, I have with me Zarina Punawala, who's a leadership and peak performance coach. She's also the host of the Empowering series with Zarina Punawala and Monday Mantras. In this episode, Zarina walks me through the different ways you can build your own personal brand, network, and various other things that are extremely important for anyone in their twenties or even beyond. If you had to introduce yourself in words describing your personality rather than your profession, what would they be? <laughs> okay, <laughs> interesting. Because now you're talking about my personality and not my profession, right? Yes. All right. So, um, warm, happy, energetic, positive, and um, sponge. Thank you. Can absorb everything. <laughs> uh, I feel like when people introduce themselves with their personality, you see them very differently. Uh, like yeah. immediately, yeah. you cut off like the whole professional part, and you see them more in a human sense. You're like, okay. <laughs> yes. Exactly, exactly. But the thing is, uh, like I said, if you want to build a personal brand and you can kind of reflect your personality in it, nothing more authentic. And that's one thing I am extremely proud of. I can tell you, because uh, those are qualities that that I just mentioned to you. Those are qualities that my clients, or my friends, or my family would be able to share very commonly about me. Of course, there will be different qualities that they all know. my family might me see me um temperamental a little more <laughs> while i'm telling my you know clients calm down don't be ang- angry sort of a thing i don't say don't be angry to anybody but just in case but point is those are reflections of the personality and personal brand i know that this is something that people would generally say uh one thing that really stands out for me which i have been told by everybody that i know is that i'm a problem solver like i can fix things okay yeah that's that that's one quality that that's the main quality i think for now yes. so um i recently reached out on instagram to uh, find out what like my peers classmates and friends think uh because i realized that currently at least over the past one year suddenly branding yourself has become very important if you're someone who's getting into like the job and working sector now because you easily have an mm-hmm. upper hand over people who have none of this background and when you apply for a job if you have so much done and you have so much already planned the company would rather take in someone like that at least that's what we heard around when you're at like a placement cell or something like that but this right. sudden this sudden popularity i think has put in a lot of misinformation as well about the entire system and that's exactly what i wanted to discuss and to break down and actually understand what goes into it Uh so sure. what do you think has caused like the sudden urge of like personal branding? Um uh, I think the entire urge personal branding has been there forever Yakuta and I don't think it is something that's 
fresh and new as a concept. It's not a new innovation or discovery. It's been there forever. So if you go back into time, Albert Einstein was a personal brand, you know, Thomas Edison was a personal brand. Uh, Abraham Lincoln was a personal brand. Of course, they had their titles attached to them for whatever they did. And that's why they were a personal brand. They were a personal brand because of the work they did, not because of the people that they were. You get me? So it's been around for a long, long time. I think uh, what has happened with personal branding is it's gotten a little twisted and confused for influential branding. You know, like if you're a social media influencer, then you are a personal brand. In my opinion, that's not true at all. In my opinion, that's a complete myth because um, your personal brand is not entirely just your logo and a slogan or you being a fashionista or, you know, like a food blogger and having some 100K followers. That's great. That's great because if that's your source of income and that's what makes you happy and you're passionate about, it's fantastic. That is great for you. If you find um, passion in that, it's great. But the fact is that that is not personal branding. Okay. It simply has to do with what you bring to the table, what you're offering in terms of your creativity, your content, um, your product, your service, you know, how good are you with what you do? So technically, look at any organization or look at companies like a Harley Davidson, Rolls Royce, a Mercedes. What are these? They're names of people. They're not names of companies. They're names of people. And that is a personal brand, a personal brand that thousands of people work for. You know, that's what it is. So that's how I look at personal branding, to be honest. So it's been around uh, the name and the emotion or uh, let's say the process of personal branding has changed with time, but it shouldn't. It shouldn't. You still have to focus on the content and creativity and the value add. Do you think these are only like tied up to like online platforms and how you put yourself there? Or do you think it's like far beyond that? Oh, absolutely far beyond that. Absolutely. I mean, uh, look, social media is around for a while now. But the world has been running just fine. You know, companies have been working, people have been working, brands have been working, personal brands have been working. So they've been doing fine even before social media and technology kind of made its way. Uh, yes, I'd say it has escalated. And let's say it's worked as a catalyst in the process. It's made it easier. It's made it nicer. The reach is much more, you know, you're able to reach people. So I completely like the idea of it. And if it is used correctly, you know, so it's basically whether, uh, you know, you're, you're basically looking at the whole concept of social media is equal to personal branding, or is a uh, social media something that you do not only for personal branding, but for leisure, you know, just to relax, just to enjoy, just to kind of pry and watch and see what other people are doing, which is ridiculous. But yeah, that's what people do when they're seeing stories, right? Um, okay, without digressing, I think it is much more than social media. Personal branding is uh, to do with networking. It's to do with your uh, PR skills. It's to do with your communication skills. It's to do with the authenticity. All right. And those are some things that don't always work on social media. Like, you know how they say you have a thousand friends on Facebook, but or Insta, you have a hundred followers, or, sorry, thousand followers. And um, how many will really have um, any kind of affiliation, collaboration, connection with you? Not quite sure. Okay. So the numbers are great, but uh, 
personal branding is beyond numbers it's a lot to do with oneself and uh how they conduct themselves and how much time they invest in networking and in my opinion networking is the best investment irrespective of what day and age we live in you know so um yes it's beyond social media uh, since you spoke about networking how do you think like say i'm just out of college i really want hmm. to like start this networking beyond my college peers and things like that and actually step into say the industry that i want to get into how do you think what hmm. measures should i take how should i start and take the leap what is networking according to you uh okay so i'm sorry i have to ask you this so that i can explain this better right. no so networking according to me is to um reach out to people who are either say one step above you or know in mm-hmm. and out of things that you're interested in to basically help right. you cultivate and benefit you in your um process to building mm-hmm. uh it's pretty vague but i uh, yeah i think that's where i believe networking is you're quite right but in my opinion i'll tell you it's slightly it differs a little bit okay so yeah you're you're quite right about networking in my opinion it's just being able to reach out to people and people knowing that you exist okay and you knowing that they kind of exist so when the time comes to be resourceful to them or find resource out of them you can think of that person like if i know that somebody is looking to be on a podcast uh, which is kind of hitting out to the early 20s i'm going to be like hey go to yakuta she'll she'll probably be the right person to yeah. interview you or connect with because she has this podcast which is doing this you understand mm-hmm. now the problem with people is they've become very selective about networking we may have an age gap yeah right. and i'll if i'm thinking to myself hey, she's a college kid what am i going to get out of her Mm-hmm. right so then i'm not going to bother talking to you okay. and you'll be like she doesn't fit into my scope of work so why should i speak to her i'd rather speak to somebody else networking shouldn't work like that it does these days because people want to use their time effectively and they become a little cut and dry about people which i find odd but uh, again it is more about hey you know what not only what can you give me and what can i give you but let's just get to know each other we never know not today 10 years later we might just be a great network and something might work out like somebody reached out to me 3 years later um uh, on on a podcast that i did with them earlier and they reached out to me again to say that can we do one more episode because i've started a new brand all right and i had done this training with an organization 13 years ago yakuta they reached out to me now and they said we still remember what you did of course i did a lot of work with them eventually but that particular program that we conducted that workshop they asked me to do that for another friend and gave a reference for another company now so now if i'm thinking at that point oh you know this is not really worked out for me and uh, i've done a program but they've not given me any references they're not giving me more work i'm not getting retained then i'm never going to be able to see beyond that line to look beyond that line you just have to network with people with the mere fact that you want to get to know them you want to connect yourself with people you want to have a little bonding with people build rapport with them and eventually at a time in life they or you can be resourceful but you will know there will always be somewhere at the back of your head because you will know that these are the kind of people oh that person comes to mind for this particular thing so you can bridge that gap because you have the network and the resource 
and the requirement right so that's how i see it i see the intention for networking shouldn't be to use each other the intention of networking should be to invest in people and to get to know more people like to create your web that's all yeah i think uh, what you picked up about like today's generation being very selective uh, i have seen yeah. that and i feel like somewhere on the line i'm guilty of doing that very unconsciously you would filter assuming that okay maybe this person doesn't work in the field that i'm interested in so there's no point reaching out to them right now but i don't think we do it with the intention that okay i don't want to reach out to you but it's more that i don't think you're yeah. helpful right now without realizing that okay maybe like 3 years down the line you actually could be helpful uh but yeah right. how would you say like one should start with the process of networking i know social media plays like a big role now because it's a lot easier it does like, yes even we connected through a method like that So I think a lot of people do end up but how else do you think people could network Um you know joining small communities online communities and even offline communities where you can actively be part of something actively get together have conversation so uh, you know recently I'm I'm not sure if I'm at the liberty to mention but I'm on one of these networking sites it's called coffee mug there are there are you know a couple of places like there's leap club which is a very interesting kind of corporate where you're looking for the coaching and executive coaching and things like that and you know you have people uh, meeting you there so there's something called leap club there's uh, there's coffee mug these days so i'm giving you the newer online aspects of networking okay. but if you go offline i think offline would be things like you know being part of maybe a book club or being part of some kind of a volunteering social activity or something where you know you're giving back to society or looking after a social responsibility if not then maybe you can be part of um you know a group of people who are let's say just startup founders getting to know each other or you know group of people who are hr or marketing or let's say influencers in in this day and age that is an entire um profession by itself so uh, you know if you're influencers and you know how influencers get together and they have this community yeah. club yeah. and they have conversation so that's a great way to network and um, there are different you know networking programs in and around the country where you can actually meet people so i don't think networking has to only do with business or has to do with a corporate um, space you can network very casually and yet find work through it you know it doesn't so like i said the intention here matters a lot are you clearly networking because you want something out of a person because that will make you desperate at some point if you don't get what you want out of that person you know even if they want to help you and they can't uh, you're going to be very disappointed and then you may lose that relationship you may lose the spark in that kind of a bond and they might not like the personality you have portrayed so in my opinion the intention should be just get to know more people get to understand what they do and make sure to let them know what you do you know yeah that is the most important aspect of networking like when you meet people i've realized this for myself yakuta when i meet family um a lot of my family has no gossip to discuss with me because the only thing they know about me is work or the larger part of my life they know about me is work so what's happening in whose home which relative is doing what who's getting married to whom i have no clue so if somebody asks me these questions i don't have an answer for them like they know that okay ask her about what's happening with work 
what's happening with the podcast what is she doing in her life and you won't believe it um one of my nieces she just called me for her podcast recently to a college because yeah. that's what that is what networking is for me i mean she's in college she's a young girl she's uh, you know early 20s and i know her since the past 10 years and now she's calling me in for something that she knows i'm capable of delivering for her and i obliged but the point is as a baby obviously when i was networking with her so called it was because she's she's a child but she remembers what i'm doing because i keep making sure that that part of me is very clear to people so if you want to network correctly make sure to know what people should know about you what value you bring and what you want to kind of know about them as well that is important okay that's interesting uh in a situation like this though how would you make yourself stand out as being unique because i feel like at this point everyone's trying to imitate those who made the cut hmm so in order to so, like stand out people think they have to do what people on the top are um but again this is such a big misconception how do you think one can like stand out and be unique what's the whole fuss with standing out <laughs> what's the whole fuss about it i mean why can't you just do what you're doing and enjoy that process and let it bear the fruits for you with time because naturally everybody's journey is different in terms of timelines in terms of um uh, you know how much how much they can actually finitely give you and it is different in terms of the so called successes that you can gain out of it the idea of standing out is brilliant but stand out for your thoughts you know stand out for uh, your principles your conviction what's to stand out for if somebody is getting more listeners than you or somebody is doing better than you i mean what's to stand out for that if i have one listener and that listener is inspired by me i don't see the reason or the need to stand out that one listener is better than having hundreds and thousands of listeners who are just doing it for the heck of it or yeah. just because everybody is listening to something popular and you're following the herd mentality well that's on you that's not on me i'm still going to do what i'm doing yeah marketing strategies can change depending on how monetarily um you know beneficial something is for you Mm-hmm. how how much it is really helping you benef- uh, monetarily and financially and if that is the purpose of what you're doing then it is important to look into the marketing strategy of uh, how you're going by but then again you know you asked me this question what makes you unique right or what yeah. makes your work mm-hmm. unique honestly don't you think everybody is doing something unique here and frankly look we're all originals but at the same time there's nothing we're doing which is original anymore <laughs> yeah like there are a lot of coaches out there probably similar content to mine there are a lot of people like you probably similar content how different can we be from each other that's not the question the question is how honest are we with our work and how authentic are we in the way we present it because i don't see a lot of people doing very many different things i mean ai robotics what's it what's not covered technology it uh, everything is covered you know everything there's there's nothing that is left to cover at this point in time where we've got like a stimulus overflow we are spoiled for choices we've got so much going on so no you're unique because your kidneys your heart uh, figuratively and literally 
every part of your body and every piece of your organ is just yours and nobody else has that. You're unique because your brain is your own. And so the originality you bring in the way you do something is unique. All right. And what makes you most unique is consistency and conviction. If you have that, it doesn't matter because let me tell you all these standout kind of, you know, following other people's uh, footsteps is great. It's nice to find like, let's say you've got a proof of concept. This has worked, but that's not necessary, right? It's not necessary for somebody, somebody's entire process to work. And like I said, sometimes it is also um, some people you may feel don't have the kind of content you do but they do really well or uh, they're out there and suddenly they have this host of popularity going on. But do not confuse popularity with content. You do what you do and you do it well. That's your aim and that's your focus. And that should be it, you know. And that's what's going to make you stand out eventually. Whether it's in front of five people, ten people or thousands of people, it doesn't matter. What makes you stand out is just the way you do something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a very different perspective from the way I was looking at the whole, you have to have a niche, you have to be unique thing going around. Um, but yeah, I think people have actually like built a manual now, like an unspoken yeah. manual that you're meant to follow to be like this or to become like mm. this personal brand of yours or something like that. I think um, that's what people now are following. So it's it's just easier because there's you have like a template, fill in these criteria and you're there. Like you said, yeah, it's not a yeah. logo and it's not a it's not just the basic nitty-gritties that you see on the face of it. The the you know you mentioned one thing to have a niche. That is important. That is extremely important. But have a niche in what? Right? Now you're going to dabble with a few things. There are people who find their niche as soon as they start something and they're like, yeah, okay, you know, bullseye. And there are people who take time to find their niche, to see what's working, what kind of people are connecting with them, you know, what's working with an audience or a TG that they have in mind. And you'll be surprised, you know, you might start off with thinking that this is my niche and you might land up with something else entirely. Right. So you might be surprised with the niche, but it's important to have one. I'm not denying it. But you know what happens is <clears throat> if you're a personal brand and you're talking about a niche. Mentally, you have already concluded that it's small. Okay. You understand what's a niche? Mm -hmm. It's 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 a very exclusive group of people or a very clear um very, very concise, filtered target group that you have in mind. Mm -hmm. Now, when you do that, it's great. But when you're out creating your personal brand, dabble, experiment, look, find out what works, what doesn't work. I personally feel that is great because initially you have the ability and you have the liberty. You have the liberty to do that because you can dabble. You know, you can try different things. Then will come a time where your niche will automatically choose you also and you will choose your niche. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I look at it. And um, yes, people do have a nice template these days, like very, very, very clear cut way of doing things. But I'll tell you one simple thing that stands out. 
if you want to stand out. Tell a story and tell an authentic one. That's what stands out. Because your story will not be the same as somebody else's. Whatever you're sharing, share your story, share your growth, share your failures, share things about your journey or things related to you. That's how TED Talks actually got famous. The management stories came in much later. It was all personal stories. And when those kind of stories hit you, you know, you connect. So tell a story and tell a good one and tell a true one and be honest about it. Uh, I think me as a person, I would say I'm a generalist. I have a varied amount of interests and to a point where I'd love to talk about all of them. But hmm. um, sometimes you have to boil down and I don't know how I would like push my personality or my interests into like a box to present myself as I talk about these, these things. Because I'm also at a stage where I'm constantly learning. I'm picking up stuff every single day. My interests change on a weekly basis. So right. how do you think I should put myself up? Because of course, I wouldn't want like people to see me as she doesn't know what she's talking about. Last week, she said this. This week, she's into something else. Yeah, so how do you yeah. think I would, should put myself out at this situation and at this position that I'm at? Okay. Um, I'll give you a little bit of a coaching session here. Start with a template, Yakuza. You know, create a template for yourself. Okay. So create a template wherein you're putting down what should I be known for? What do I want people to know me for? Okay. Now, there is a little, uh, little confusion here. Like there is a confusion between personal branding and social media being personal branding. There's a confusion between personality and personal branding as well. Okay. You know, like, uh, for example, look at celebrities. The roles they play. And the act that we see is the value and the work that they do. And we appreciate them for that. And we think that is who they are. Right. But their personalities may be entirely different. Like a person who plays a villainous role in a film and you want to hate that person, that may be one of the most beautiful souls outside of um, uh, you know, his job. And a person who's playing the, the hero or the actor or the actress or the main protagonist of a film, they might not be very nice people to hang out with outside of their jobs. You know what I'm saying? So that's the difference between personal branding. So first, put down the personality traits you would like to show and reflect in your personal brand that these are my traits. A person should know me for this. So you see 90% people who are consuming uh, e-commerce items these days, they consume it on the basis of what? They consume these items on the basis of reviews. You go to Zomato, you see like a 4.3 star or 4.7 star, you're going to order from there. Even if the food is not as you would have expected it, or it doesn't really match your taste buds, you would have because, hey, you know what? The reviews are good. So that's the part of your personality you want to kind of shown in your personal brand, that this is what I'm good at. This is what I want people to see as a personality. You know, maybe I'm humble or um, maybe, uh, you know, I, I am very crisp. I'm very clear in my thought process or I have this positive energy about me. So whatever it is, add your personality to your personal brand. Try and make it together so that it's more authentic. People whose personality and personal brand are not very, very similar, they're a sham. 
<laughs> let me tell you you know and that's why we hear a new story or a, a new newspaper article every day about somebody who's done really well for themselves and then there is another story to them that's their personality i'm not sure that sometimes it's rumors i'm not mm-hmm. believing everything i read but you get my point right right yeah so list down the things about your personality that you want to reflect in your personal brand mm-hmm. write down what should i be known for okay also make a statement about what's my vision for my personal brand right now create a template with maybe the 5 w's and the 1 h as a rule you know just your regular mm-hmm. why what when all of that create a template with the 5 w's 1 h keep this as a little bit of you know a thought process behind it and make a template which you can instantly share with people as soon as they ask you about you right okay so if i ask you yakuta what is it uh, that you do when you know tell me something about yourself like a regular interview right. question you know what part of you you want to share here and the minute you know that you're already on your way to networking getting to know more people and sharing the right piece of information about yourself okay yeah so yeah. that's a template you have to create and as you grow older and um, more successful in whatever you do you can always play along and change a little bit of the template you know yeah. add a few things subtract a few things but keep in mind to you know spice it up with your personality and make sure that the other person knows who you are in like that little elevator pitch of a yeah, template that you created for that. yourself like are you okay <laughs> yeah right so that's what i think you should do that's how you start okay yeah that that does make sense i think when you're specific enough and you have like a refined answer it's easier for the other person to like comprehend and understand who you are and right. um i feel like i've fallen in this mumbo jumbo thing when someone asks me what do you do and I, i have so many like things and i'm so clueless about like okay what what should i tell you i do so i think um, like you said having like a refined answer to give uh, not only helps the other person but it also helps you understand yourself at some point it does and it doesn't just help you understand yourself but it also gives you the confidence you know to kind of um, offer that piece of yourself that you are so sure about like you know that hey you know this is me this is what i do this is how i do it glad to know you good to meet you hope to be in touch you get my point yeah. so it's so so like you say it's it's kind of uh, hitting uh, uh, two birds with a stone kind of mm-hmm. situation why because if you belong to uh, the newest generation where you literally do not have time to indulge people then you indulge people in the right way make it short and crisp and nice and easy to understand and leave them something impressionable about you and walk away no problem you know so that way we're kind of managing it out balancing it out you touched upon confidence um and i think that holds like a very strong part in the way like one you network how you put yourself out there and everything ties back to that now the statement fake it till you make it in terms of confidence um i'm not sure like do you think that plays a role do you think it makes sense to fake it till you make it when you have to be confident <laughs> okay see i think the way this whole fake it till you make it 
uh, is perceived where confidence is concerned, that's wrong. Okay. Okay. You don't fake it till you make it. You fake it till you believe it. Okay. Okay. So, for instance, you have to probably go up on stage uh, if you don't like public speaking or you have stage fright. I'm going to tell you, hey, listen, you are confident, you know, pretend like you have confidence so that you can show that you have confidence. You get my point? Yeah. So I'm not asking you to fake it. I'm actually asking you to pretend to feel it. So you feel it enough. You manifest it enough and you believe it. So it's not like, oh, you know what? I faked it. I made it. Now forget about it. That's not how confidence works. It's like, hey, I pretended. Now I believe it. And now I feel it. So I'm going to continue to feel this way. That should be the idea of um, confidence. So I think the perception of fake it till you make it has come across pretty wrongly to people. It's more about you believing it eventually. Mm -hmm. You know how you say the right things? It's this positive self-talk. It's basically telling yourself the right things so that you believe the right things. Right. Uh, it, it's very similar to the logic, you know, try to sleep, you'll fall asleep. Exactly. So, literally. Yeah. Literally yeah. that. You put yourself in your shoes and so now you have to do it. And then you eventually do. You yeah. do. And I think confidence is innate. You learn it, but it's innate. It's there. We all have it. All right. We have it for the things that we are comfortable with. You notice that. So if you enjoy doing something very much, and I ask you to do it in front of like a hundred people. If you're a singer or, you know, you play the guitar or you dance or there's something or you're a magician and you know, you have tricks up your sleeve. I can ask you to just impromptu perform in front of a hundred people and you will, you won't question it. Why? Because you're good at something. So all you need to do is if you feel underconfident, just don't try to be perfect. Just try to progress. You'll get better and better and the confidence increases. So you to be able to have unshakable confidence, I think you should be the weather outside, not the air condition in the room. It's got to be unshakable. Uh, so now moving on to more practical tips on how you could like apply these personal branding things. Um, mm -hmm. How do you think you should start like marketing yourself? I don't know if putting marketing yourself is the right term. Uh, but putting yourself out wrong, there, <laughs> yeah, so putting yourself out okay. there, how do you think the first few steps should be like? Right. So um, I think I've covered a couple. So I'll just take it, you know, mm -hmm. sequentially. First thing is write down what you stand for, what personality traits of yours should reflect in your personal brand. Okay. What's your vision for your personal brand? And do not try to be anybody else. That is the idea. That's what it's called. Personal brand. It's not a social brand. It's personal for a reason. Be as personal as you can. Personalize the whole concept and put it down. Create your mood board. You know, create a little bit of a map for yourself. Create a structure and a template. That's the first step. Second, at least find three offline and three online places where you'd like to be. Okay. So... Online, I'd say, apart from your regular social media, like we have, uh, definitely LinkedIn is great for personal branding. I personally think it's great because I have in the last few years managed to get a lot of work through LinkedIn. And um, it, it's, been, it's been a good journey so far. And uh, that also without being wasting too much money on the premium and all that, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. So people think the more money you spend, the more you'll be seen. Yes, but not entirely. 
okay mm-hmm. so that's worked for me linkedin's worked for me um twitter hasn't worked for me so much i don't i'm not very used to it but twitter is a great space for a lot of people twitter works fantastically to be able to reach out to be able to let people know what you're thinking so it's a, it's a nice space there insta of course which people use for business as well mine is a business account on insta for that matter um facebook has its do's and don'ts so it en- entirely depends and i really feel that this generation is too passe for facebook <laughs> yeah. right uh, now those are your regular ones i'm going to move on also to something like a pinterest if you're a blogger okay. use pinterest you know create your uh, account on pinterest you use uh, wordpress reddit quora these are good platforms to use uh, like i said coffee mug is a recent venture mm-hmm. that that has reached out to me and you know you can network with people you can brainstorm ideas you can look for investments you can um, find a job uh, then there are different areas and platforms like these i think quora reddit stand out in terms of this apart from the regular social media stuff um offline i think what is important is to be part of a networking community okay all right so you need to kind of pick and choose what suits you uh, it's been a while since i have been part of any networking community very honestly because i have i network on my own i make sure to reach out to people once in a while networking is not just about business sometimes you know reach out for a birthday reach out for an anniversary yeah. reach out to yeah. wish christmas and eid and new year and diwali um send a present once in a while on a particular something you know share an occasion that has happened in your life just say hello and check in on someone and how they are doing during the pandemic that's how you reach out to people uh, if you don't have a network outside and offline then um it's funny i have to say this online offline thing it's the latest right so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's never happened before but okay so then in that case what you do is reach out to communities which you have a passion or purpose with something that you share something that you're passionate about whether it's you know music or a book reading club like i mentioned or uh, some voluntary work you know or cleaning up the beach kind of initiative so or planting trees whatever be part of a community find a community to attach yourself with that gives you a sense of fulfillment and purpose because you're doing something good and it also increases your network and uh, so pick something from your personal passionate space pick something from the networking from a professional perspective and you can pick something from personal growth perspective so you know join a training program learn something new take up a new skill these are places to network in my opinion so that's what i'd say so that you do three offline three online in my opinion should be your presence at least you should try to have your presence um then make sure that you are being very true to yourself in this process okay okay what do you mean how how do you put that uh, how you do that it's, it's kind of easy uh because we are surrounded by so much information from so many people and people are doing well you want to be like others yeah and if you're going to build your personal brand on trying to be like others uh you know it's going to be a short lived because that's not you you won't be able to put up that show for too long you know and that let's say makes you successful but then you will suffer from an imposter syndrome because you'll be like hey you know what that's not me you might think like that my point is from the very beginning make sure your foundation is about you 
your foundation like i said should be authentic uh don't start all this on a house of cards which can crumple down because it's not you right uh that is important so be true to yourself and be authentic in your ideation in your content in your creation it doesn't matter if it replicates somebody else's but don't plagiarize it doesn't matter if it's duplicated or it's a similar idea or similar concept but do not plagiarize add your own element to whatever you do that's most important um and have a clear intention and lastly be patient and have a growth mindset be patient be consistent and have a growth mindset because continue to work continue to give your best some days are good some days are not it's okay but continue and um you'll get there you'll get there just have a growth mindset you know have a have an abundance mindset just be ready to take on the world think that yes you're doing well you're do not do not focus on self abandonment and issues that will make you feel smaller you have to even if you don't think big it's okay but one step at a time you know one step in front of the other however you like it you know whatever floats your boat do that but do it with conviction consistency patience and a growth mindset yeah yeah that's very well concise and put a very structured way to follow um yeah now that you have a structure i hope yeah, it works we have <laughs> like our starting point <laughs> so i know where to head now Uh okay so a few questions um what's okay. one piece of advice you religiously follow <laughs> Ah there are a few my favorite one is i will not have a bad day irrespective of what happens in my life so for me i follow uh the 5 by 5 rule uh if it's not going to matter in 5 years i'm not spending more than 5 minutes on it i follow the fact that okay i'm having a bad few moments you know sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed yeah. or the people in your house wake up on the wrong side of the bed <laughs> somebody is waking up on the wrong side and you're suffering and i think you know that's when i take a pause and i tell myself that hey i can have a bad few moments bad few hours but i will not have a bad day because i don't know if tomorrow is there or not and i want to make sure that i'm not living in regret before i die and uh, the other thing that i always do is you know i actually definitely tell myself on a daily basis that i want to make sure that i have lived purposefully today i don't want to exist i don't like existing and that's what even props and monuments around you do i'm a living breathing thing i like to live um what's one habit you think you built that changed your life most people say thinking i'll say my habit is to be thoughtless i'm very thoughtless at times like i can disconnect i can i can switch on and off and that has been very helpful um if i can add one more it's the fact that i can i can stretch my perspective to see what other people feel or think without being uh, judgmental about it so i think these two things have really helped me grow um what's something you did differently that brought you where you are today compared to others i think i did the same things because i don't compare myself to others I have no comparison. I mean they're great where they are. I'm good where I am. I guess there's no comparison. Thank you so much for this for being a part of this podcast. Um the conversation was very insightful. I feel like there were points that I wanted to like jot notes down and I was like I can always go back to this conversation. <laughs> But um yeah, thank you so much. It was very insightful and I can't wait to have more such conversations with you. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much and you're doing a fantastic job. Just uh, stay on course, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey and uh, you're you're amazing. You're doing uh, something great and podcasting is not easy. I know everybody dabbles in it but it's not easy and uh, I know that you also will have your ups and downs and you'll have your peaks and valleys but just stay on course, have a good time while you do and enjoy your journey. Thank you for having me, Yakuta. Thank you.